0: Before we get into today's episode, I just wanna take a minute to talk to you about making authentic friendships. You might remember the founder, Juliana Featherman, from episode 34 of Adventures in Autism. She is an autism sibling who created this amazing interactive web app that enables children ages 13 and up and adults with special needs to make friends based on age, interest, diagnosis, and geographic location. Parents and caregivers can also sign up to connect with other parents and caregivers. For more info or to sign up, head to makingauthenticfriendships.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Adventures in Autism, episode 118. I am Megan Carranza. Thank you so much for coming to listen. If it is your first episode, welcome. So happy to have you. And if you've been listening, thank you so much for coming on back to the show. And as always, I just have to start every week by saying thank you so much for all the love and support you guys give the show. I love hearing from you. I love getting your messages. I love connecting with you guys. And if you've been enjoying the show, if you would be so kind to leave a review, especially those on Apple Podcasts, they really help other people to find the show and they just make me so happy. So if you have a moment to leave a few kind words, that would be great, but you can also just tap that five star because that really helps too. So on to today's episode, I'm super excited. I have a returning guest. It's actually his third time on the show. It's my husband, Manny, which if you've listened to the other episodes that Manny is on, he is definitely much more quiet than I am we are for sure a case of opposites attract and it's always fun for me to have him on because I mean we we talk all the time but it's interesting when I can actually kind of pull a little more out of him from the podcast and he always surprises me and on today's episode we chat about Logan turning eight his birthday is in just a few days if you're listening in real time which is crazy that he's already eight years old and we're just talking about some of the kind of like ways we've seen him maturing over this past year and in the last few months especially and talking more about how he's taking a break from ABA right now and kind of what that's looked like for him and yeah just sort of some updates on things with Logan and then later we are answering some listener questions which was really fun we always get really thoughtful questions so some are kind of like about specifically our relationship and also about like kind of how him and I both dealt with Logan's diagnosis and just sort of like our day-to-day stuff. Uh, and there's some funny questions too. So we, we had a really good time. And thank you so much to everybody who, who left the questions. So without further ado, I'm going to get into this episode. And here's my conversation with my husband, Manny. All right, I'm sitting here with my most favorite guest, my husband, Manny. Hello. (laughs) Welcome. How does it feel to
1: be back? It feels good.
0: This is your third time coming on the pod, and you didn't really fight me very much this time.
1: No, not this time.
0: You feel more prepared now or more ready? I guess so. Well, you did. I wanted to record it last night, and... You said, let's wait till tomorrow. So I guess you fought me a little bit. But when I asked you, you were more open to it. Yeah. That's good. So the last time you were on, it was almost exactly a year ago because we talked about Logan's birthday, which that was a really interesting birthday, his seven year old birthday, because he was very sick. He started throwing up. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like, I think it was not even an hour. hour It was like less than an hour, like 45 minutes. Before, we had people coming over for this cereal-themed birthday party. Logan threw up, and he spent most of the party in his room, like, laying in his bed. But he did rally a little bit, and he came down, and we got to sing Happy Birthday.
1: And then he spent the rest of the day in my arms.
0: Yeah, and he just wanted you to hold him. Uh, And he was sick for a couple days, I remember, because his birthday was over the weekend, and he stayed home Monday. He was still not feeling good. Um, so hopefully he's healthy for his birthday this year. If you're listening in real time, you know, today's Wednesday and his birthday is on Saturday. So we're just like a few days away from his birthday. He's going to be eight years old. How do you feel about that?
1: Well, I can't believe he's going to be eight. That does feel weird, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: Like, I feel like there is a really distinct time where your kid kind of like stops being a little kid. And I feel like, really just recently, I have felt like that with him. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's like, for the most part, we don't always have to be hovering over him to see what he's doing. He has his own independence and stuff that he likes to do in his room or hang out in his room. or.
0: Yeah, I think that that is probably the the biggest change. Like, I was thinking about from a year ago, what's changed. And, and I really feel like part of it happened sort of by force because we were home so much when we were first kind of quarantined back in March. He, that was the first time he really had like free time and he wasn't in school or in therapy and he didn't have like all of his time consumed by that stuff. And at first it was definitely, well, at first he liked it and then he kind of got bored with it. But I I do, I feel like he learned how to kind of, like, fill his time without just looking for trouble. Because that (laughs) used to be, like, when he had, like, too much time, he would just start, like, getting into something mischievous.
1: Yeah, I mean, he definitely gets bored at times, but Mm -hmm. he seems to, you know, has his own like little routine of how he wants his day to go when nothing's going on. Like he'll hang out in his room and watch YouTube or Mm -hmm. hang out in the basement, the toys and on the trampoline or in a swing.
0: Yeah. I think part of that is we have set, I think it's taken and honestly, we're still learning because we can get into what happened this weekend. Um, But, I think we have our house set up in a very like logy conducive way at this point. Like we basically have anything that would be a problem or a source of trouble is kind of locked away. Like basically the, the goal is to kind of have like all the bedrooms and the bathroom upstairs locked except for his room <laughs> Um, because if our bedroom is open, mostly he wants to get in the bathroom and he wants to get in the toothpaste or sometimes he likes to get in the bathtub and turn the water on, uh, or in, in the kids' bathroom, same thing. He likes to find their toothpaste. One time over quarantine, I found him in their bathroom sink, like fully sitting in the sink with the water on. He was fully clothed. <laughs> I mean, like definitely things, and he was having a good old time. Um, and then even like in our, in our girls' rooms, this is a little bit more recent that we've started locking their doors just because not that they have like stuff that is harmful, but the girls both have piggy banks. And if you follow me on social media, you may have seen that this over the weekend, we ended up in the ER initially because Logan had like a weird, his, his pee, his urine was discolored. It was like a weird pinkish color. And I wasn't sure at first. I was like, okay, could this be blood? Like, what is this? I texted my best friend's mom, who's a nurse, and my neighbor, who's a nurse. And first, my friend's mom was like, I don't think you need to take him. I would just, you know, monitor it. If he doesn't have any other symptoms, call the doctor on Monday. But then my neighbor got me more nervous, and she's like, I don't know. It could be blood. And she's like, if it is, he might have a UTI, and you want to get him started on antibiotics right away. So... It was, like, late in the afternoon on Saturday. I ended up taking him to the ER. And while we were there, they did all the tests. They tested, did, like, a full blood panel, tested his urine. All of that came back completely fine, thankfully. Kidney function, everything was totally fine. The It was not blood in his urine, which was definitely a relief to hear. But they also did an x-ray of his... They were looking for his kidneys, and what we ended up finding was that he had swallowed something. There was an object in his stomach. And basically the doctor explained that the only concern with when a kid swallows something is that it could cause some kind of obstruction, and whatever he swallowed did not seem to be doing that. It was moving down. It was in you know the, the place where it should be to make its way out. And she basically was just like, you're going to have to... Check his poop to make sure it comes out. Um, and follow up with pediatrician. So that was on Saturday night. Sunday was acting totally fine. He'd been acting fine throughout all of this, but never pooped. Finally on Monday, he made a deposit and I had to dig through it. It was not a fun situation. What I found was a coin. He had swallowed a nickel and Best what we think... Oh, he also appears to have swallowed a pink crayon, which would make sense as to why his urine was pink-colored. And that was just, like, in itty-bitty pieces, but the the nickel, thankfully, was, like, near the surface, so I didn't have to dig too far. But, like I said, the girls had piggy banks in their rooms, and the piggy banks are ceramic, but they have, like, a little rubber piece that holds everything in, and he knows how to get that out. He's dug through their their coins before, like, just wanting to play with them. And that would be kind of our, our best guess as to how he... Got to the coin, because we did find earlier in the day there was uh he had somehow gotten into Layla's room. Somebody forgot to lock the door or something, and there were coins everywhere. So I don't
1: even think he like meant to swallow it. I don't. He just know. puts things in his mouth. Yeah. So I think it just having to, luckily, slide down with without you know him choking on it.
0: Yeah. No. I don't. I don't think he meant to so much. Um, no, we're, we're very lucky, honestly, that it was just that. And that again, that the the urine was not blood. I mean, I, I feel like it was, of course, just, you know, there's always something to keep you on your toes around here, but I'm, I'm glad that it ended up being what it was. But other than those few moments where he can sometimes get into trouble because we do have like everything kind of locked and really sort of set up. For him, like we have locks on all the cabinets, on the pantries, obviously, all the doors. So, basically, like the areas that are open to him, he kind of has like free reign. So, in his room, he he likes to, when he kind of when the girls are being loud or when he just needs a break. And this is something more recent he started doing is like kind of giving himself a break in his room. He'll go in and he he likes it to be dark. He likes to have his sound machine on. He has, he has blackout curtains. So, even in the daytime, he'll either have the curtains closed or he'll go all the way under his blanket. And he's got like a weighted blanket in there and he's got a couple of sensory things, but yeah, he has his iPad and he'll just watch YouTube and.
1: Yeah. It's almost like when he's overwhelmed, he removes himself from the situation.
0: Yeah. And I feel like that is something that was really took him kind of like maturing to sort of get to that point. Cause I feel like for a long time he just didn't know like what to do with himself in those situations. And yeah it's, it's great because he will like really give himself a break and then when he's ready to come out he'll come out again um and again like there our basement has always sort of been his his lair but he has his pod swing down there which has been really great for him he loves that swing
1: yeah
0: and we've always had a little trampoline i mentioned i think um the last episode i did with my sister but we recently upgraded the trampoline as my friend jamie was moving, and she gave us their indoor trampoline, which is great. It's a little bigger, and he just loves that. Um, and then, of course, Logan loves any kind of ball. He is obsessed with balls and always just likes to run around, kind of banging on his ball. But it's also, like, it's a hobby for him. Like, he just enjoys having a ball. He'll he'll bounce it. He'll He'll dribble it. Mostly he just likes to run with it. But it's, like, something he enjoys doing. And it's fun for him. It's like real. like when he comes home for school, that's like the first thing he does. If the ball isn't like where a lot of times he's playing with her right before he leaves for school. So it's like in the living room. If he doesn't see one, though, he runs right downstairs to get the ball and then he'll come upstairs to get a snack.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he does the same thing on the weekends when I bring him down. He'll first thing he does is get a line into the basement to get a ball.
0: Yeah and he's got all different kinds. He likes soccer balls, basketballs, volleyballs, football. He likes any ball. But that's really been I mean, he's he's liked balls for a while, but just kind of like all this stuff together. I I feel like what I've seen from him, especially in the last few months, is just kind of him like like I said, sort of maturing into like a big kid, not so much being a little kid anymore.
1: Even what he watches on YouTube yes. is, like, say, from a year or two ago is so much more, Yeah, you know, advanced than he still He still likes, was.
0: like, Mickey or, or Disney songs, but he, lately he's been watching, like, kind of the teen Disney songs or, like, scenes from those movies for, like, the actual Disney channel, not Disney Junior. Um, and he's even been watching, uh, like, certain video games, like, you know, kids will... Car
1: racing, motorcycle yeah. racing games.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that that is even kind of maturing a little bit, which is, is interesting. Yeah, and it's, it's really, it's so nice to see, and it's something that I feel like for a long time, I, I wasn't sure if we would, I guess I it wasn't even, I really didn't even think about it so much. I didn't necessarily think about Logan maturing because, I mean, obviously he'll always be like my baby, my little boy. Um but it just wasn't on my radar. And then it was like these little things started happening kind of here and there. He started sleeping better. That's been huge. He he used to wake up with the birds. I mean, we're talking like four thirty, 5, 5.30 every morning. And
1: ready to be downstairs before 6.
0: Yes. And it actually, it, it became a, a problem because he used to always come in our bed and would like watch Banny's phone or kind of like hang out with us for a little bit. But it became a problem because he started going downstairs by himself. And again, we, we keep things, you know, locked. But it also... You never know if something's unlocked, like what he could get into. Obviously, again, like with like doors or something. Like we have locks and alarms. But you just never know. So it had become like a, a bit of a problem. Because he would sometimes wake up and just go right downstairs. And we'd still be sleeping and not even know it. But in the last few months, he has started sleeping later. Like there's oftentimes where I have to wake him up for school now or on the weekends, like he'll actually sleep. I mean, sometimes till like seven 30 for, for him. That's like, that's like so late yeah. <laughs> for years. He was such an early riser. Um, and this is all stuff that like, I, I just think has kind of happened with time. I mean, I think like so many years of ABA have, have really helped him just kind of get like that base of, Sort of like learning how to play, learning how to interact, like what's, like socially appropriate, that kind of stuff. But I, I feel like a lot of this is just him him kind of growing up. Do you think so too?
1: Yeah, I mean, you can definitely see progress over the last year, and with him just kind of coming into his own.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I ha- I wonder also if it's. You know, like, he has his AAC now, and not that, I I mean, I obviously always want him to continue growing with it, but I wonder if, like, because he has more of that voice now, like, he can tell us more, if that's kind of helped him, like, be more secure and sort of helped him kind of, like, figure out these routines and patterns for himself, because he's able to, like, get all of his needs met.
1: I also think that maybe him having some more of his own free time... Yeah. Also has helped him. I mean obviously. His therapy. Was good for him. But I think it's also. Even if it's just temporary. Mm -hmm. You know. Him having his own. Free time and him. Having to decide what he wants to do. Yeah. On his own.
0: Yeah. And I talked about this a little bit. A few weeks ago too. But we. Basically because of insurance issues. Had to stop. ABA. And so it's just kind of on pause right now. Um, but to be honest, I think we're all okay with that. Like for a long time, I couldn't imagine not having therapy. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Like it was super necessary. He really needed it because again, he just, he did not know how to fill his time, but it was, it was getting to the point, especially, you know, after he yeah, having such a long break from quarantine, and being off school off therapy over the summer when he just had therapy it was great it was like just enough to kind of keep him going a little bit of that routine back in but once he went back to school and we had school and therapy
1: we definitely saw some pushback
0: yes for sure we saw it school saw it aba saw it It was just like we could see that it was kind of getting to be too much and it, I was considering, I had said to you, like, maybe we should drop a day, maybe we should just put hold off a little bit, and then all yeah, this... Yeah, we were
1: kind of talking about it beforehand, yeah. and then this happened. Yeah,
0: this whole situation with Manny's work, getting new insurance. Um, yeah, at first I was like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? But then I'm like, maybe this really is a good thing for us to kind of step back and just take a pause. And I think that that is something that I've had to sort of learn over the years I don't know how you feel but like just what I've always said and what I always strive to do is like meet Logan where he's at and I feel like a lot of times as easy as that sounds you sometimes have to like check yourself and be like okay but is this what I want for him or is this what what he wants and what's best for him right now Because I think if this had happened a year ago... Granted, I don't necessarily think he was ready for this a year ago. I think it really all happened how it was supposed to. It kind of
1: just fell in the the proper place. Yeah. It just seems like, like he's improved over all kinds of aspects. And then just him being able to kind of control himself and do what he wants to do. Yeah.
0: I think he's it really is taken up until this point for him to sort of be ready for that and to have the free time and be happy and know what to do with it. And that doesn't mean he doesn't get, like, restless because, I mean, we just had Thanksgiving break and then we were doing remote learning this past week. Yeah, I mean,
1: but that's normal
0: with
1: any kid. Yeah, there's
0: definitely times where he wants to, like, fly the coop but we need to, like, get out of the house and do something but as far as that that like highly highly structured like every day same routine i i just think that he's not i
1: think he's over it
0: yeah i think he's over it so we're still kind of working to figure out the schedule uh i i'm still working with and talking to his his speech therapist who is private and comes to the house and she has a friend who actually lives in our neighborhood who is a private ot so i was just talking to her about getting kind of them to sort of co-treat together and not making it like as much as ABA was but if we could kind of you know have like a couple days where we have some structure after school with, with therapy and that type of thing I, I think that that would just be really good for Logan.
1: Yeah definitely.
0: Yeah because we've seen a big She's she's been really helpful with speech with his device he's really made some big improvements, especially when I think back to a year ago, because it was like almost brand new a year ago, especially coming home, because he started using it in the fall, like right when school started, but it didn't come home with us until I think November, late October, early November. So yeah, that's been a huge difference. I will just touch on the remote learning and just say we're we're back in school now, but we had an adaptive pause last week, and I'm not going to lie, that was tough. He was not a fan (laughs) they had like five zoom calls a day the first day he honestly did great he definitely got like bored and frustrated a couple times but it was i think the novelty at that point was was still something by the honestly by the second day he was like over it we we did a few zoom calls but we had to kind of dip out early he would he was running around all over the place like just did not want to sit wednesday was a break they had off of zoom completely which was thankful we were glad for that and then thursday he was like we're doing this again like he was so not happy and really starting to get kind of angsty with it not just like running off but like getting getting mad and not wanting to do it at all and i could just see he was he was not happy um so friday we basically just took like a self-imposed break and we were at that point we knew he'd be back to school on monday we were kind of like okay we're just going to call this day a wash because, it. I mean, it's just really hard. So anyone who has been doing remote learning this whole time or is still doing remote learning, honestly, you guys are the real heroes because I was ready to pull my hair out after just a couple days. It was hard. You, you were at work those days, but I was telling you about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, from what I've read in things, it's, A lot of children, no matter where they are, you know, atypical or on the spectrum, are having trouble with remote learning across the country.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it really, like, yeah, my my friends who have typical kids and anyone who has, you know, kids with any kind of special needs, I, I think it's not ideal for anyone but I feel like especially for for kids like Logan like he just he needs that in person hands on so much and and not only that, but he just he really loves school, he really enjoys going to school and especially now because he's he's not doing therapy and like school is his main focus he and his teacher even had said i had told her i'm like yeah I'm like we we've been off therapy for a couple weeks, which was like last month, and I had said i'm like we've we've sort of noticed him being more." just like happier and more compliant at home. And I'm wondering how he is at school. And she's like, Oh, is is that what it is? He's been like so great and following direction with less prompting. So they've definitely noticed a difference too, which is, is really nice. So yeah, I mean, I can't believe our, our little guy is eight. That's just crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. But it feels like we're, he's, he's in a good place right now, which I always say, I'm like, as long as Logan's happy, I'm happy. And that's kind of how it feels.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's probably one of the happiest kids you'll ever meet. And as long as he is happy, that's the only thing that really matters.
0: Yeah. Today, his, his bus driver on the way home, she was like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. He he loves dancing to the Christmas music because they've been playing Christmas on the bus. And we know that because he, he loves Christmas music. And we've been taking like some drives at night and we'll put the music on and look around the neighborhood all the lights and he's always like bopping in the back seat and she was saying today she's like he was so cute dancing to the Christmas songs like oh he loves Christmas like anything Christmas related he just loves it and I was like I know I'm like he's, he's always so happy and they were like he really is <laughs> which is always always nice to hear I love when people say nice stuff about Logi. yeah he's just our little angel anything else you want to add from kind of like updates from last year until now
1: Mm, no, I mean, it's just, luckily, he's taken some great strides to, you know, moving forward, and it's all we can ask for.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I hope anyone listening who has, like, little kids, I mean, littler than Logan, if you're thinking, like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait for this that day to come for them to, like, slow down a little bit or sort of occupy their own time... I have to tell you, like, I wasn't sure if this day would come for us, but it has. So it's like one of those things where, you know, even though everything looks a little bit different, I have full faith that you will get to the point where things can kind of slow down a little bit. Or if you're, if you're like bogged down with therapy and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait till we can like take a break. I I just think if you're looking for the signs from your child, and like I said, just meeting them where they're at and checking what you want and what is best for them, I think you really can't go wrong. And that's kind of where we're at now is just sort of, like, updating our plans as to, like, what's best for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, if we didn't take a step back and observe, really observe how Logan has progressed without having to have such structure... You know, we might still be fighting with him, you know, during therapy and school when that wasn't the best thing for him.
0: No. Like, I I could just see if we had, you know, continued to be like, oh, but this is what's best for him. With Logan, it's like he... At first, it starts out kind of like games, like trying to get out of something, but then it's like how with remote learning. Like it it sort of it started out fun. Yeah. And then he starts to get frustrated and he gets kinda of angsty. And I could see if we had kept pushing it, that's definitely I think the road we were heading down because we were we were getting there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He whereas now it's like I mean not that he doesn't have his moments, but I mean ninety five percent of the time he is like happy, smiley, cuddly.
1: Yeah, he's that's another thing. It just seems like lately he's just been He's always been a loving kid, it just seems like lately he's just, like, very, very loving. Yeah, and
0: so affectionate. Yeah. When he came home from school yesterday, I think, because he'd been home, you know, for two weeks straight after Thanksgiving and remote learning, so we'd spent a lot of time together, and then he had, like, a whole day at school. He came home, and he literally wanted me to just, like, hold him and cuddle with him on the couch for, like, 15 minutes. Like, I kept thinking he was going to get up, and he would just come right back and just lay with me. I mean, he's like Manny said, he really has always been, like, super, super cuddly, and we're really lucky for that. Um, but he... Yeah, it's, it's it's even been a little bit more so lately, which, obviously, we'll take the cuddles. And he's been giving the girls hugs, too. If we tell him, I'll give your sister a Yeah, hug. real hugs, too. Yeah, not just, like, kind of standing there Lean so they in. can hug him. Like, he's He'll been... put his arms around them and Giving them. them... Yeah, and giving them kisses. It's it's so sweet. They're... they're he was playing with Layla the other day and she was like okay Loki we do this now and it was like one of the first times I've seen them really play together because mama will play with him Liliana we call everybody nicknames but Liliana will play with him and kind of force him to do stuff sometimes but that was the first time I'd really seen like him and Layla playing together and it was really cute so yeah that's basically how things have been going here Um, All right. So we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we have some listener questions. So stay tuned. Download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash adventures and autism. All one word. Again, that's audibletrial.com adventuresinautism slash adventures and autism for your free audiobook. Okay, we're back. So we got some listener questions. I always love getting questions from you guys, and these are really good, thoughtful questions. Manny and I did this last year, and I, I felt like they were really they were, like, really telling. Like, some of the answers you gave, I was surprised by. So, I'm curious how this will go.
1: <laughs> well, here we go.
0: All right. All right. So, the first one, I'll you'll obviously just take this over. It says, what is Manny's job?
1: So, I'm a parts manager at a Cadillac GMC dealership.
0: And he's worked there for, like...
1: Uh, July will be 16 years.
0: 16 years, but they just got... Yeah,
1: we got bought out in June, so... Now we're part of a very large um dealership group.
0: It had previously been like a small like family yeah, operation. Mom and pop. Yeah. So things are, are a little different. Um, but going well.
1: Yeah. Going and well.
0: Again, he's worked there for so long and pretty much everyone who, who works there has also worked there forever. So he's got his little work crew. Yep. Always tell 'em about your buddies. Um all right, so that's Manny's job. So the next question, who handles more of Logan's day to day?
1: Well, I mean, I guess during the day, it's definitely you. Yeah. Cause I'm <laughs> not here.
0: Yeah. So Manny works full time. I, up until all the pandemic stuff, I worked part time and I've done that since Logan was a baby. So... Oh, like, a couple nights a week, and then sometimes Saturday and Sunday, sometimes just Saturday, Manny was on, like, full dad duty, so he'd be, you know, putting the kids to bed, obviously dealing with everything with Logan, if he had, like, therapy or whatever. Um, so I do think Manny is, like, a really hands-on dad. I think, and I mean, I know this from talking to a lot of you, that isn't always the case, and that can be frustrating, um... I will say, as far as like, you know, setting up doctor's appointments, therapy.
1: Oh, that's definitely you.
0: Yeah. Evaluation, stuff like that. um, That stuff has always been me. Um, But Manny does come to like as many meetings and appointments as he can. Right. He doesn't make it to all of them, but I mean, he makes it to most of them. And I think that's really important. I've had, you know, some parents, some moms say to me like, My husband never comes to the IEP, or if we have a meeting at school, he never comes to it. And I guess my advice there would just be like, talk to him and let him know, like, I really could use your support. And it would really be nice if we, you know, went into this as a united front. I think Manny and I have just kind of naturally fell into that. I think we both just, you know, really hold everything with Logan in high regard. And it's important to both of us to make that a priority. But And this, I think, will come up more in later questions, too. But what are you going to say?
1: I mean, right, just as far as, like, once I come home from work, I try to ease the load off of you with the kids.
0: Thank you.
1: And, I mean, obviously, well, I've been putting Logan to bed for, you know, you take care of the girls getting them ready, and I get... And I'd take care of Logan, getting him ready for bed. And I mean that's been like that for
0: Yeah, that's kinda been our routine.
1: Layla was or no, Liliana was born. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Manny's always kinda of put Logan to bed. Occasionally we'll we'll mix it up, but usually that that's kinda of how it goes. Um yeah, and when he gets home, like if I'm, you know, making dinner or whatever, he'll be like, Come on guys, let's go play in the basement or if the weather's nice, like take him for a walk. Um so I can get some stuff done. Yeah. M- Manny really is like a very hands on dad. I have seen a lot of dads in my day. I was a nanny for a long time <laughs> and just in general I I just think that he is a really, really great dad. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. Do you think And you're a great one Okay. Thank you very much. Really appreciate that. All right. So the next question How can I help my husband deal with our son's ASD diagnosis? It's been almost a year and he's still in denial. Ooh.
1: That's tough. That's a tough one. Yeah.
0: What would your advice be?
1: I think I had to come to realize that no matter what the diagnosis was, that Logan was still Logan. Yeah. He was the same little boy he was before, you know, he got tested, and Mm -hmm. he's still going to be the same little boy afterwards. He just needs more help.
0: Yeah, totally. I think denial is is hard, and especially if it's like you you can see somebody else is in denial, because I really think it's one of those things that you just have to like personally come to the realization when you're ready, and you can't force someone to be ready.
1: And I think that I mean even before he got tested, I already in my heart I already knew.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and we talked on. about our like the early days on the very first episode Manny was on. So if you haven't listened to that, I honestly I want to say it was like episode three or four. It was really early. So if you want to hear that whole thing kind of from Manny's perspective, you can go back and listen to that. Um, but yeah, I mean I think we we really went into it both of us sort of knowing what the outcome was gonna be. That doesn't mean like, you know, hearing it definitively wasn't hard because it was that it oh, yeah. was a hard day um but like i said it's one of those things where you can you know try to help that person and point them in the right direction i would honestly tell them to listen to this podcast <laughs> i would say listen to yeah that that first episode with manny or, or right now i mean i think hearing other people who are, you know, in a similar situation to you and knowing, like, you're not alone and there's other people that deal with similar challenges is not only really helpful just for you to feel less alone, but I think also hearing someone's story and realizing, okay, this sounds a lot like my story can sometimes, like, turn a light bulb on for someone. I've had people tell me that before, that, you know maybe a parent who was like grappling or feeling in denial. If they just kind of listened to the podcast, like in the, in the very first episode I tell our story and I've had so many people reach out to me from that first episode and just say like, I feel like I felt like I was listening to my own story. And sometimes again, it's just comfort knowing someone's going through something similar to what you are, but sometimes it's listening to, you know, me on the other side of things telling our story is turning those light switches on. You're like, okay, maybe I wasn't noticing this so much. And I know like I, I definitely, I never felt like I was in denial, but I, I feel like I was holding on to maybe some false hope for a while because we did have a lot of professionals telling us I would wait I think he's okay. He's so engaged, like his doctor and some of his therapists. So, I know for sure I did that. By the time he was, we were get, trying to get the diagnosis. I, I was my eyes are fully opened. But yeah, like I said, I, I just think giving that person the space. Obviously, try to talk about it with them. Yeah, suggest try see if they'll listen to the podcast because that's something that they don't even have to. You don't really have to talk about it. <laughs> you can just listen to it on their own time, and maybe that would be helpful um that would be that would be my suggestion, but again, I think it's one of those things where until that person is really ready, there's not really much you can do to get them there.
1: but I also think once you can get past that denial stage, mm-hmm. you can start your inner i guess healing, yeah. To begin, yeah, I think and that's... be like, okay, well, you know, this is what we have, and now where do we go from this? Yeah. You know, start planning where we go from here.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I I think like you said, and until you kind of face the music, so to speak, you're just sort of putting off the inevitable, mm-hmm. and I'm like, if this is your husband, I'm he he probably deep down knows that he's just not ready to face it. And like I said, I would encourage, you know, keep talking to him, keep trying to, you know, get him to, to talk about his feelings. And if, if he really is in denial and, you know, doesn't think your child has autism say like, well, why would you feel that way? Like what makes you think he doesn't? Um, and like I said, give him this podcast, say, Hey, listen to this on your own time. So, kind of in that same vein, the next question, was Manny later in accepting Logan's diagnosis? So, I think, again, like, were you in denial or did it take you longer to accept it than it did me?
1: No, because, like, like I said, I mean, I, deep down, I already knew what the answer was going to be. Mm -hmm. It was just getting past the point, and it was very hard. I mean, Mm -hmm. I... I mean, I knew what was going on, but still processing mm-hmm. that the little boy that I had, you know, I had this image of how I was going to have a little boy and how we would interact. I had to get past that, that it wasn't going to be what I had pictured originally.
0: Mm-hmm. The picture was different. Right. Yeah. Yeah, if anything, I think Manny and I were like really simultaneous with with how we handled things. We didn't necessarily talk about it together for a while. We obviously we talked about like when he was two, like even before he was two, we start he started earlier intervention, and I mean that wasn't like a secret. Like you and I talked about him having a speech delay, and then he was gonna do speech and OT with EI and all that it wasn't really until he got into to preschool and we had that that one parent teacher conference where the speech therapist said autism to me that then i said they think logan has autism and
1: i deep i think deep down we already had
0: yeah and i think we clue. definitely we we both were were thinking but that but didn't want to
1: say anything right
0: but we didn't want to say. We didn't actually want to say the word to the other person because it really seemed scary. But I feel like, look, yeah, knowing now the whole situation—that was Logan had was about three when that happened. He was a little over three. Um, once, once that was on the table, though, we both knew, like, okay, we we want to move forward with with getting him a diagnosis and. I mean really like I feel like we were on the same page and and it was it was hard for both of us. We both like you said like it took you time to process things. Same, totally. It's fu- I literally just today so I'm in therapy now, which I've talked about, but I was talking to my therapist and we were kind of talking about sort of, sort of those early days and just like getting through those feelings and I was crying. Like it, it's still emotional to to think back on those like really hard feelings like you said like picturing you know this this little boy and it feel I'm I'm so far away from it now so it's it's not like I'm crying because I'm still like grieving that so to speak but it's just like I can still remember that pain so well and I can like pretty easily go back to it to tap into it because it, it in in some ways it feels really far away but in some ways it feels fresh
1: yeah i mean that That period of time when he got diagnosed and, like, the weeks after is definitely just kind of can spark something in me once in a while.
0: Yeah. Honestly, for me, it's, like, from that parent-teacher conference, which then we had an eight-month wait list. So, I mean, like, pretty much I would say that whole eight months and then even, like, a few months after. So, I mean, it was basically, like, a year, I feel like I was not grieving the entire time or, you know, crying the entire time, but there were a lot of tears. There were a lot of hard moments with myself, hard conversations with you or with my mom, like just, like I said, really processing and, and trying to kind of work through those feelings. But the good thing is, and I was telling this to my therapist is like, once you're on the other side of those feelings, not only are you, just in a better place, you're, you know, you're kind of past the tears, but, but you also, like, nothing in my life has given me strength, like, getting through that time. Right. Like, I really, I had to, like, learn the, the depths of my strength, because I don't think, I know for sure, for certain, I didn't know how to access that strength before.
1: Right. I mean... For me, it was just, like I said, getting past the point of things being different than what I had pictured, mm-hmm. and then going from there and just facing the fact of what the road that we had to travel down with Logan was going to be a little more difficult than, you know, it would yeah. have been. hmm
0: And just just different. I feel like that's, I say it all the time, but that, you know, that slogan of, like, different, not less, like, holds so much weight to me. Because I feel like, at first, you are thinking, like, oh, my gosh, like, what if we miss out on this or that? And it's, like, I'm not saying there's things that you wouldn't miss out on. But there's also so much you gain. So when you really, like, you know, lay it all out, it's it's just, it's different, not less. I think that... That makes that makes a lot of sense to me. All right, so moving on, this is a more relationship question. Um, do you and Manny know your love languages? If so, what are they, and how can you how do you act on them for each other? Okay, so we did this test years ago, like before I, I we got married. <laughs> I know we were talking about this yesterday. <laughs> Um, before we got married, we, we did like some kind of like, you know, premarital kind of counseling thing through our church that we got married at. And I'm pretty mandatory. sure it was mandatory. <laughs> it was like a few, it was like a couple of days too. It was like pretty long. Yeah, it was like,
1: I think yeah, it was like three days. days
0: and we had to go to like an actual like session with the pastor. I mean, they were, they were pretty serious. Uh, we got married at, at like a, was it Methodist? I can't yeah. remember. I think it's Methodist. I don't even know. Um it was basically just like a very like non-denominational Christian ceremony, but the church was really pretty to be honest. That's why we chose yeah. the church. Um and then we had the girls baptized there too. But there yeah, there was like an extensive pre-marital. And Manny and I have been married almost 9 years. it will be 9 years in February. Um and we yeah, so we did like we did a we did the Myers-Briggs. Remember like I was an ENFJ. I don't remember what you were. You were definitely like I something, though. I don't, I don't remember. But I, I don't know if, if that counselor suggested that we do love languages, or it was the pastor that wanted us to do it. And we had to do, like, a ton of, like, compatibility. To, I mean, they put us through.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was like boot camp. It
0: really was. It was like marriage boot camp. Um, So we did do the love languages. I, I was saying to Manny, I'm like, I know for sure one of his was physical touch, and I think the other one was... I think it was quality time. I don't remember for certain. Um, If I were to guess on mine, I'm pretty sure it's words of affirmation and acts of service. You might also be acts of service. You're either definitely physical touch and then either acts of service or quality time. I'm not sure which one edges out. Um, Acts of service, I think. Acts of service. Yeah, we we both definitely appreciate when the other like takes the initiative to like do something like kind of to, to lighten the load. So yeah, I, I, I can't specifically say because I don't remember what our those love languages are, but I will say like what we do, what I try to do for Manny because it's important to him is keep the house clean, keep the house picked up. Manny is a total meat freak and I'm not, I'm just naturally not. He will tell we're you.
1: We're
0: we're complete opposites in most respects. But yeah, when it comes to like cleaning and organizing, I've I've gotten better for sure. I did like a massive organizing project with many places in the house. I'm still I'm not done, but it's it's much improved. Um and I've just gotten better over the years because I don't want to fight with him. Like it's definitely something that will start a fight if like he he like when he comes home from work, if the house is like a mess and there's you know, stuff everywhere and toys laying everywhere, it he doesn't he's crabby. He does not like it. So it's kind of like I've realized like, okay, if I if I take that time before he comes home just to like pick up a little, I think it just sort of like everyone's happier. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Definitely. Yeah, I think he would agree. Um and then in in terms of like so so that I guess that would be like sort of acts of service. Um and then yeah, like I know quality time is important to him. So like for his birthday this year, I was really thinking, like, what could I get him? And there was nothing like physical that he wanted. Like physical meaning like a a gift. Like um if if he wants a new pair of shoes, he buys it. If he wants a new shirt, he buys it. like he like you had just gotten yourself those couple new shirts. Like it wasn't like there was something I could wrap up and and give to you that would really be meaningful. So, it was actually my sister that had suggested. She was like, you should just, like, get a hotel. And you guys can, you know, like, me and Mama watch the kids and get out of the house. And I was like, that really is, like, the best gift. Because I think we've gotten better at, like, taking time for ourselves and, you know, doing date nights. we were
1: lacking for a long time.
0: Yes, that's definitely improved.
1: I mean, we went from honeymoon to... You being pregnant in a month.
0: Yeah. Literally So we got married. Logan
1: came. It was like That was it. Date nights and you know, nights out and stuff were just few and far between. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean and we I really mean, were years.
0: like we were we would go on a date for like our anniversary and like maybe for our birthday.
1: Yeah, I think we've gone out more this past year than we have in the last few years. Yeah.
0: And that's with quarantine too, so We've definitely... Part of quarantine it too is, safe. Yeah, quarantine, quarantine safe, for sure. Um, yeah, what it, for, for his, his birthday, it was in November. We just got lucky. The weekend was so nice. So everything we got to do was, like, outside. And, yeah, we went to a hotel that's, like, super close to us, like, 15 minutes away. Yeah,
1: it was really weird because we're, we're there all the time. Yeah. But now... But we were always there with the so kids. so different because the kids weren't there. Yeah,
0: exactly. We Yeah, we... It, you know, it's a great place to kind of go. There's little town that's like cute shops and restaurants and parks and we go all the time it's literally 15 minutes away from us but having the time just to ourselves and yeah we we went to we have the hotel we went out for dinner went out for breakfast the next morning and it was just like nice to kind of slow down and i think the more we do that the more we realize oh we need to keep doing this like we need to
1: i think it's just good for us to be to remember we spent so much time being parents that yeah. we almost made being a husband and wife the last priority
0: yeah i mean i feel like i'm sure any parent listening and i mean obviously my experience is as a mom you are you just give 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 so much to the kids that it's like at the end of the day like you're spent you don't really have much left over for your partner or for you. And I actually had said to Manny that, um, Oh, I think I skipped a question. I don't even know. Um, yeah. One of the questions also, all right, we'll, we'll go to this one next. It's kind of in the same vein, but yeah, I had said to Manny recently, I'm like, I'm, I'm just now getting to the point where I feel like Like I'm more than just a mom, like for so long, I just felt like, so my whole identity, everything was just wrapped up in mothering and like, you know, changing diapers and making lunches and bottle. And it was, and it's just like, you get into such a a groove with that. And, you know, Layla, our youngest is like two and a half now and I, I feel like we're just getting out of the, like that baby phase mm-hmm. and honestly it feels really good <laughs> to be like kind of getting to that next phase like I had said it over the summer I'm like I think back to where we were like the previous summer and we were still you know I was still like nursing and having to like all that like that kind of stuff getting getting past that has been eye-opening in and in a really good way to be like oh wow like this is this is a phase. We're getting out of this phase. Like, the next phase is really cool <laughs> and exciting. And I think that's kind of, like, where we're getting to now.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, we've made it more a priority now to take time for ourselves. But we really should have been doing this way back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just... Because this kind of goes into the... Well, do you have anything else to say about love languages?
1: Um, well, with your love language, it's a little more difficult for me because I'm not a very vocal person, but you definitely need vocal, you know, support. And I need to hear it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's funny because I always hear, and I think it's so true, like we tend to love other people in the way that we want to be loved. But a lot of times that's not how... The person wants to be loved. So like I am like very vocal and have no problem expressing myself in any way. And so it's like that, like I feel like, well, you should just be the same way. And, and you're, you're not like that.
1: (laughs) Right. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to, you know, remember how, what's the ideal way for your partner to feel loved Mm -hmm. and to work on that. Especially like I said, it's, I'm not a very vocal person at all. So. Yeah. yeah. He's and then, quiet.
0: He's a quiet guy.
1: And just like, you know, if you make dinner, you know, sometimes I'll wash the dishes after you make dinner. It's because I know you would appreciate that. I do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that's an important thing for any couple is think about that. Think about like, it's not your partner may not want to be shown love or reciprocated in the same way that you are. And think about, like, how you can show that to them in a way that really resonates with them.
1: And it's work. It's hard work. But it's the payoff is good.
0: It's conscious work, I would say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just being conscious. Whereas I think for so long, you and I were, like, going through the motions every day. And it was just like, okay, like, get up. Take care of the kids. Do this. I'm tired. Go to bed. Whereas, again, I feel like part of that is just where we're at in life and just like this season of life, I feel like we're kind of getting to this, there's a shift happening. I, I feel like there's a shift, but I feel like, like I, I hear you say when you're like, we should have been doing this for a long time. I totally agree. But I like, personally, I didn't have the capacity to do it. Like I, like I felt so tapped out with like everything else. Um, whereas now I feel like, like making our relationship a priority is like much more feasible and I'm like happy to do it
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean our relationship has to be a priority because the only people that that benefits is the kids
0: yeah absolutely for sure I totally agree um okay in the same vein the question I skipped was um divorce rates are high with parents with special needs children how do you guys stay strong as a couple I think we've kind of just talked about that with the love language question but i just want to make sure we hit it that's totally true i remember reading like a really scary statistic a long time ago that like the divorce rate is about half you know like for the whole world but with parents with a kid with special needs it goes up to like 80 percent. i don't even know if that's true but i wouldn't doubt it
1: yeah because i mean it could definitely you know It's just more stress. Yeah, right. Exactly. More stressful, harder on a relationship. And if you're not, you know, strong in your relationship, I can see how it could break some...
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, and like I was just saying, like, I felt so, like, kind of tapped out for so long that I, I know, like, I wasn't making our marriage a priority. I mean, I was doing the best that I could, genuinely. Um, But I feel like I'm sure that that can happen quite often. And then it's like, okay, but then what, you know, Pandora's box is that opening? Like what, what does that lead to? Um, I always think about Kelly from Growing Up Season, Growing Up Season, Growing Up Steven, who's been on the podcast a couple of times because she's, her son now is in his thirties and she has two other kids and they're still married, but she's very honest about saying, like we're still married, but the damage is done. Like she's like it's it's not easy to repair after years and years of damage, and there's and they're still working on it. But her her thing is always like talking to younger couples, because she's like I don't want you to make the same mistakes I did, and so I do like I I definitely think about her and, I think again when you say like well, how do we stay strong as a couple I think taking it's it's the everyday stuff, but taking that the time for each other too. Right. It's and scheduling.
1: Like, like we said earlier, it's you know, we have to be a priority to each other. Yeah. It, no matter how difficult that can be, it's just hard to be, you know, make our relationship a priority as much as raising the kids because it just goes hand in hand.
0: Yeah, I agree. But I think, like how you had said, we've gone on more dates, like in the last, you know, few months and we have it a long time I feel like taking that time like it, it maybe seems like oh that's like a lot of work to like do that kind of thing I mean honestly it, it does. It sounds like fun to me but I remember a time when it was like oh we gotta get a babysitter I mean my sister lives here now so that's been make it made it easier for babysitter because she's <laughs> always here so we can kind of easily be like we're gonna make a reservation and you know kind of take that time um but I feel like it's, it's almost like a muscle where it's like the more you, the more you do it, the more you want to, and the more you realize like how beneficial it is. Um,
1: and it's kind of fun now that we have started making, going out together a priority, thinking about, okay, you know, next time we go out, you know, here's somewhere we can go or yeah coming up with. You know different ideas we
0: used to always go to the same place and we still love it because it was like my favorite place and i'm like okay well if we're gonna go out this is the only place i want to (laughs) go
1: well last time we went out we that's where we went
0: that's true that's only because they had really cool pods that we wanted to check out they have like these heated pods right now for the quarantine it actually was really fun um and the food is so good (laughs) yeah it's like really uh upscale tacos and like mexican food it's so good um, but yeah, it is. It's we think more now, like oh, this would be something fun for us to do together. And again, just kind of taking that time and taking a break from being mom and dad. Like we all, we all need that. We definitely need that.
1: Well, and and also you know it's been harder for everyone this past year because of COVID and you know everything shut down and you can't do as much stuff. But had mm-hmm. to figure out a little little things there is
0: yeah I would say that there's definitely there's ways to do it and and to be safe I mean we're lucky there's a lot we live in like a you know pretty there's just a lot going on around here like it's not hard for us to I mean if you live in like a a smaller area that might not be we live in a town that
1: has 110,000 people
0: yeah and then like the surrounding areas have a lot going on too so yeah there's a lot like I said like we went to dinner at places like the heated pods or there's places that have like heated tents and just I mean like it's it's we still have some options available uh although we're getting into the winter months where we usually kind of hibernate anyway so it's cold here it's very cold um but that would be my suggestion if you're looking for ways to stay strong as a couple is obviously yeah like focusing on the day-to-day stuff and like what can you do for each other and putting in that effort but also like really make date night a priority and or even like a date weekend like we had had. We had had a couple of those actually. Okay, this one's kind of fun. What is your biggest pet peeve with each other? <laughs> you can start.
1: <laughs> that you are Oh, you
0: just rolled right into that. Didn't I'm even ready. didn't even I'm take ready. a second. Uh-huh.
1: That but you I... are, let's see, how do I put this?
0: I think I know what you're going to say.
1: Not what? as Neat as me.
0: Oh, that's what you're gonna say.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we already talked about that. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I've gotten better. Yeah. You're you're still reluctant with that. Think about like you've
1: gotten better, but when you're (laughs) way down there, a couple steps (laughs) up, you still got a way to go. Oh my
0: gosh. I always say I'm like he makes it sound like we live in squalor. Like seriously, he was. The house to be like sparkling all what? the time.
1: I know the kids are difficult, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: when I'm home with the kids, it's like he's always it's just like. My Look nature. at
0: all the stuff that I got done. That's when just I was my home. nature.
1: I can't help it. I got it from my father.
0: Yeah, he is. He he's is just a total neat freak. Uh, honestly, I, 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 I get that. That's your, but that's not really like a pet peeve. Okay,
1: well then, it's your constant talking in circles. I knew you were
0: going to say that. That's what I thought you were going to say. We could
1: talk about one thing for an hour <laughs> and you just say the same thing over and over again.
0: The people listening to the show are probably like, yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm i very vocal. I always have been. That's how I work through things. That's how I process things. I try because I know it bugs him and he's like, okay, you've said this ten times. I try not to now. I, I can't. I can't help it. now. But now I have a therapist so she can listen to me. Okay. <laughs> That's what I thought you were gonna say. That I talk in circles and just oh, and overall talk too much. Like our daughters both talk nonstop, and sometimes I get annoyed. And I'm like, oh my god, she never shuts up. And Manny's like,
1: she's just like, look you. in the
0: mirror. <laughs> she got it from you. Me and Logan have
1: to just be like, okay, we're we're out.
0: They gotta take a break sometime. Yeah, because Manny's just quiet. <laughs> He's definitely quiet by nature. Um, yeah, but you. You got three of us now. I know.
1: I joke all the time. I said, me and Logan are going to move away.
0: It was really hard. I think you'll admit this. And we talked about this when, right after my sister's surgery, when my mom was here
1: too. Oh my God.
0: Cause my mom and my sister and I, all three of us, my mom probably talks the most, honestly. Yeah. We all talk so much. And Manny was like, I literally can't hear myself think like there is just somebody talking all the time. So yeah, I mean, having having Melissa here obviously is an adjustment, but having my mom here too, like all three of us was, and she was here for like a month. A month yeah, maybe even five weeks. I mean, it was it was it was a while. So that was that was a real a real trying time, uh, but we got through it. Um, honestly, my biggest pet peeve. I know you do stuff that that bugs me, but I can't think of like one thing specifically. I'm not as quick to say (laughs) as you. You're just like, listen, I got a laundry list here. How
1: much time do we got? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Ready to roll this out. Um, yeah. I mean, there's nothing like specific that I'm like, oh my gosh, Manny does this and it drives me crazy. Oh, sometimes I feel like, like with certain, well, no, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Like I'll, I'll tell you something or say something and then, like, we'll talk about it later. you are be like, you never told me that. You never said that. And I'm like, you just don't listen to me. That definitely... That's something you do, for sure. you would be like, you never told me that. You never, sometimes, you never said that. Sometimes
1: I think you don't tell me that. You tell other people, and you think you're telling me.
0: Maybe, but I... I, I mean, I def. There's definitely times where I'm there, like, I know... There is
1: time to I check out and yeah. talk to me. Because <laughs> this could be a long conversation. Because
0: I'm talking in circles. I guess I would say that, yeah... That would probably be my biggest thing is when you, I don't know. Like I said, I know there's other things that bug me. I just, I can't, I can't really think about them. <laughs> All right. I think we have one more question. Um. Oh, this is nice. What do you think the best thing about your relationship is?
1: I think the best thing about our relationship is our everyday interactions with each other. That we can have fun without going out or just joking around with each other. Yeah, we laugh a lot. Yeah. we Joking around, kidding around.
0: We definitely, I mean, like, there's serious times, obviously, but we keep it pretty lighthearted. And we have, like, a lot of, like, dumb inside jokes that we have had, like, the whole time we've been together. And I'm sure other people don't find them funny at all, but we just know how to make each other laugh. Um, I would say the same thing. I think it's that I mean, again, I feel like we I think we're in a better place now than we have been in the past, but I think even even when things were tougher or we weren't as connected, I feel like our our day-to-day and like the way we can like joke and have fun with each other has always been good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would say too.
1: I like to hear you laugh.
0: Thank you. That's very sweet. <laughs> I laugh pretty easily too. That's actually not true because sometimes I laugh. Like sometimes I get like a laughing fit, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Well, are you yeah. Sometimes stop? you take
1: it, you're over the top, and sometimes like, the original content wasn't that funny. Yeah,
0: sometimes like something can just hit my like I can just get into a giggle fit, and I can't stop. Like, I don't know what it, and it wouldn't even be like that funny, but it's just something gets me going, and I just can't stop. Um. All right. Well, that's all of our questions. Do you have anything you want to add?
1: I think we hit everything. I
0: think we did too. Um, I think you were a great guest. Third time, third time You're on the have pod. Start paying me. Nobody gets paid. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that around here. Um. All right. Well, thank you very much for for coming back on and and chatting with me. And you were a great guest. Well, thank you. All right. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, I hope you enjoyed listening to my conversation with Manny. Again, I just always love checking in with him, getting him on the pod. He, who knows, maybe he'll be a more frequent guest. He seems like he's getting into the spirit of things (laughs) the first couple episodes honestly was like pulling teeth to get him to agree and then this one I was like hey I'm like we should record an episode since Logan's birthday is coming up and he was just like okay let's do it I mean I was like so shocked at how how easily he agreed to that um yeah so that was really fun and thank you so much to everybody for listening again thank you for those questions we had a really good time answering those and I honestly I feel like every couple should just sit down with, with questions like that. Like even, you know, like those weren't even specifically for Manny and I, I feel like it's, it's really good for your relationship to have a conversation like that. Because again, like we talk about the day-to-day stuff all the time, but it's nice to sort of sit back and look at the full picture. And every time we do an episode together, that's how I feel is that we just had like a really, a really nice conversation that we maybe wouldn't have had otherwise. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. So thank you again for listening. If you guys want to connect with me, you can find me on Facebook at Adventures and Autism Podcast, on Instagram at Adventures and Autism Pod, or you can email me at Adventures and Autism 2018 at yahoo.com. Again, I love hearing from you guys. If you have a a question, a comment, if you want to be a guest, if you're interested in sharing your story, the best way to do that probably would be with an email. And if you would give me like a little backstory and what you would want to talk about, if you were a guest in the show, that would be great. I have some really awesome episodes coming up that I'm super excited about. And again, if you're enjoying the the show, if you would you know, take a moment to leave a rating and review on Apple podcast. That would be amazing. And I would be so appreciative, but that is all for now. And until next time, take care.